on the Spencer's of Pez. Go hang out at the cons, Renaissance Fest. Watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie. <laughs> Sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor. I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Listen up, fanboys, it's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Here's your host, a man who I wish I had a Tokidoki of, Derek McCoy! I've seen those Tokidokis, I think I look kind of like them. Do you draw all of them? Do you see my Thor Tokidoki? Oh, yeah, see, I do look like a Tokidoki. Oh, those. I have little Mm. stubby legs. And And a big old head. I have a big old melon head, it's true. I. Oh my gosh. We should be making Family Planet Tokyo. Dokies. They are addictive. They, are they? I've already dropped like 30 maybe $40 on them. Yeah. And where can you get those? Well, they're out here, but... Well, nor- where's here normally? Normally, elusive. yes. Comics and Games, 2725, El Camino Real, Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. It is November 30th. This just is just after it's Thanksgiving. It's the end of the month. It's the end of the month after Thanksgiving. I can, that means we can shave our mustaches off, right? Yes. For November? Yes. Okay. I'm Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief, and of course to my right. I'm Lon Mustache Ride Lopez. How's it going? <laughs> it was going well until that moment. Wh- what? Yes. And across Moral Compass, and what else did I say you were going to be tonight? Uh, I guess I'm going to lead. Oh, yes. You are going to be leader, but uh, yes. Uh, is oh, I, I'm master of the obvious. Master of the obvious. Yes. <laughs> mm. But I, and I'm Rick Brett's son. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and yet, <laughs> my card just says "Master of the Obvious." It's, people, this is what people. It's my brand. So tell us, yes, I, uh, I'm I'm suffering from a turkey overload. And so Rick, put together how was that everybody's tonight. holiday? By the way, I had a great time. There, uh, food. We had a little bit of a controversy when um, uh, my aunt Marie tried <laughs> to mix it up with the yams. Mm. And instead of well, you mix it up, meaning she, she got angry with them. Yeah. Uh, instead of instead of uh, melting marshmallows over it, uh, she did candied pecans. Okay. Which, so uh, what does that do? Which yeah. it makes them taste different than if they Sacrilege. were marshmallows. Mm. And uh, my my children do not like nuts of any kind. Mm. So uh, there was a little disappointment at uh, the. Uh, uh, and the can- the yams are always a big hit every year. We or? love the yams. We love the yams. But as long as there were mashed potatoes and turkey, my kids were happy. And then when there wasn't mashed potatoes and turkey, what they asked for for dinner the next night? Candied yams. KFC. Uh, oh. Mashed potato and fried chicken. There you go. Although, That's kind of like Thanksgiving. Yeah, kind of. Very kind different. of. I actually spent my first Thanksgiving away from my family. Yeah. It was fantastic. Very nice. Oh, God, it was so good. I actually went down the street here to Mariani's. Uh, Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Oh, so good. Did you have a date at Mariani's? Uh, Do we want to talk about that? I don't know if we can really discuss. No, I I was trying to remember if that was you. My microphone's going out. I don't know what's going on. somebody said something about that. Yes, and then Rick had the turducken. Actually, we had on Thanksgiving, we had uh, one of the... Honey baked hams. Ah. We took over to my mom's. Ooh. And on Wait, s- they wrap that in a turducken? No, no, no. On Saturday, Which would oh. be ideal. Ooh. On Saturday, we did, did the turducken for a smaller group of people. Yeah, because you don't want to share that with all your Now, again, you know, how do I eat, eat that? Uh, Rick saved you're a just piece. Gonna, you're just going to reheat it. You Are open there bones it up. in it? No, there's no. It's totally boneless. They take a turkey, they bone it, they leave the, the drumstick and wings on, and then they take a duck and they debone Bone that. It? 
and then they take a turkey, a chicken, and they put that inside the duck, and they put the duck inside the turkey. Now talk about your circle of life. And they, they fill it with this amazing rice and shrimp creole oh. dressing. Oh, it sounds good. <laughs> and and so what you want to do is that package you're going to open up, you're going to take the meat and have, heat that up separately, and then heat the stuffing up separately. And I think I put some of Debbie's um, yams in there. She did she did uh, yams with uh, bourbon in, in them. That's the only thing that would make delicious. that better is if you wrapped it in bacon. <coughs> And even then, that might feel, even with bacon, yeah. that might feel a little too desperate. Oh, no. I just think crunching into all the Oh, God. How so about good. we talk about comics, though, because you are making yeah, me hungry. Let's the people about, listening at home probably hungry. are going, I, I want to listen about the comics. Welcome to Turkey comics. Talk. This is a comics podcast. We are, we are just turkeys. So it's a ahead. slow week in comics this week. Uh, and yet, I have a bigger stack than I've had in weeks. You know, you've got no DC in there, right? I've got Angel and Faith. Archie uh, meets Kiss. Archie meets Kiss. Yeah, that feels like it should have happened like twenty Daredevil years number ago. Number six, probably. Right. Fables. So Vertigo. Oh, Vertigo. Uh, DC, uh, DC Nation. Green Lantern, Green Lantern and yeah. uh, Legion Secret Origin. Okay, so you have less nothing, DC than but normal. Nothing out of the official fifty-two. Right. right. So uh, and that was planned. This was right. this right. was the off this week. This is the up. fifth week. And right? I do want to say uh, for anybody that it came out this week, one of the few news stories that I had a chance to uh, read this week was uh, that The Shade is not selling well and may oh. not get its 12, 12 issues. Well, oh, that's that bad. is a fantastic, it's also- great. Although what I'm really loving about The Shade, if you if you read the second issue, uh, I've only got, had time to get it through about half of it so far, is that it is very clear James Robinson is is not playing with any of the, con- you know, he's not accepting any new continuity. No. The Deathstroke that appears is the new 52 Deathstroke, but it's very clear that the Shade has battled the Justice Society, which technically doesn't exist in the New Fifty Two. Be hard that for everything him. that happened yeah. in Starman was is still legitimate, and that uh, Michael Thomas, the Blue Starman, it, Starman is uh, still the uh, was in the Justice League. But I'm sure, like you, that's one of my favorite new books, and yeah. that I re- I actually just read that that issue last night. Um, yeah, just, it's great. It's great. It's uh, the character is always great. And so I'd say to anybody out there, if you've read, if you read Cry for Justice and thought, why does anybody like James Robinson, and read his Justice League, which was heavily editorially influenced, yeah, uh, the shade is no one is telling him what to do. No one is telling him what to write. He's and writing it's it. James Robinson, canceled. and it's getting canceled. But it's one of the best books that DC has <laughs> got out there right now. So, How many issues do they have out now? Just two. two. But it's great. It's yeah. got so much personality. It's got it's such a well defined character. Wasn't there a series that he did that he's this finally being completed? Or am I mis- I'm not remembering that trick. That's not that wasn't James. No. The story came up when he was here, but that wasn't it. Right. Um along those lines though, uh DC's got the fifty two omnibus coming out. Uh which solved the first issues? It's all the first issues uh for the fifty two. It weighs eight pounds, which was pointed out to be the same weight as the human brain. And the question the is: Human brain is eight pounds. Why are you both looking at me like I've weighed know, a couple in my day? Or so, uh, but I'm not the, Dexter. Maybe. So, how much would you pay for such a uh, such a tome? Well, I've got to think. hundred million dollars. Uh, Fifty-two issues. Fifty-two dollars. It's about uh, no. It wouldn't be a dollar each. It would have to be at least fifty-two fifty. I would like it to be less than what the cover price would have been. Uh-huh. 
So my guess is I would think – I would go with $100, like somewhere around $2 per issue. That's what I would have thought You because yes. be, that would be you know, when you get it discounted and stuff, then it's in yeah. the, the right realm. $150 is the, is the sticker price. How many pages is that? Thing. So 20, 20 pages of story, right? Yeah. So $150, 20 pages of story times 52. Um, make, do math. A hundred and um, – that's something – not that many pages. Yeah. No, a thousand pages. A thousand pages. Yeah. The, the thing is, do you really want to read all those? Just it's just the first issues. And not only that, it's, it's not, like none it's, of them are complete stories. We're also saying that's including Hawk and Dove. So yeah. right there, there should be a rebate. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, you know, there's two. They, I think they knocked two off on that on your map. Man, Man of War. Um, yeah. A lot of books I don't enjoy would be exactly. included in that. Yeah. Um, and the I'm Outsiders still, or not the Outsiders? No, Outsiders is not there. Oh, oh, uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws. Red Hood and the Outlaws. Or yeah. Which I'm going to give you. I read the third issue last night. Yeah. Uh, actually, the third issue was probably the best out of the three. I have to agree. I stick. I stuck with that one, and I think that they're actually starting to develop an interesting plot line with with the Red Hood's quest yeah. kind of thing. Yes, actually, make it, although I, you know I don't want to discount because I think that Judd Winnick actually that the Red Hood being Judd Winnick's kind of creation. Uh, I read the miniseries that he did, the like the Missing Years, a few a couple of months ago, and it's really good. I think Judd Winnick did had brought back Jason Todd in a way that the character became interesting, despite how he came back. Oh yeah, continuity. And you punches. have to remember, Todd was kind of a dark Robin anyway. You know, right, yeah. right. So I think that uh, that this new treatment is you know, filling in gaps. I don't want to discount. I still think Judd Winnick probably has handled Jason Todd the best mm. without going into the mysticism that seems to be coming in. But uh, I I kind of thought the third issue, okay. Yeah, I, I think I they dialed it. Starfire down a little bit. Uh, yeah, you think? <laughs> a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. And yeah. Roy Harper even is a little more interesting in this, this issue. So staying with the red theme then, we've got the Scarlet Spider coming up, and there were some preview pages for that. that oh, came right, up. and they said that's Kane? Kane. It's, it's Kane. Yeah. Um, if, but it, you know, if you you look at the way the Spider-Man mythology or the history has gone with Kane and with the whole what really happened and what didn't happen because of Mephisto's bargain oh, and deal, no, don't tell me that. this thing gets really. I mean, I'm not going to get into it, but it gets really, really convoluted. Um, I believe Kane was horribly scarred. He was the clone who was, he was horribly disfigured. Stuff. Yeah, but some for, for some reason now he's not. He's actually fairly pretty. Uh, he gets a very he had he had long shoulder length well, hair. People that don't was realize nasty how pretty looking. Peter Parker could have been if he'd had long Fabio like yeah. hair. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, the the thing also Kane was a murderer. He was really kind of a detestable character in in a lot of ways. But didn't he redeem himself? I think at the, the end, end. He, uh, he, I think he was being manipulated by the scryer by the, and by the else. jackal. Well, the jackal was involved, but this, there was that character scryer yeah. and. It was like a League of Assassins that turned out Norman Osborn had been behind the whole thing. That was yeah. before Norman Osborn came back. So anyway, the, the pages basically... It's wilder give, than any Days of Our Lives part. ...give you a little bit of an introduction to the character, him shaving down to a more... Uh, well, he loses his strength if he cares. That's exactly. his hair. And he burns the hoodie. The hoodie, the blue, the Scarlet Spider but, hoodie but, but is but on fire. But hoodies are back. Yeah, well... Everybody's wearing hoodies. He's now in a... What? He's now in a Scarlet... Outfit. I just want to say right now, Lon Lopez is wearing a hoodie. Oh my gosh! Even Rick Brett, take the hoodie off, Lon. Rick okay. Brett is wearing the. Oh, okay. Sorry. Only one hoodie per table. Oh, um, now we both took the hoodies off, and, okay. I, and I don't have a hoodie. Are you keeping track? Um. So you know, 
Uh, I'm should, gonna, I, should I get a hoodie? I'll give it seven issues. <laughs> oh, Marvel, guess what? Uh, uh, Spider-Man is a soft... I, you just made 28 bucks for I, nothing. I get just about everything that Spider-Man's in. So, so if he burned the blue hoodie, is he just <coughs> running around in a Spider-Man costume? He's got this new Spider-Man costume that's mostly mostly scarlet, mostly red, without the web pattern on it. And he's got kind of like these black fingertips that look more like work gloves kind of thing. But So he's of, just in tight red spandex. Yeah, basically, with wow. the spider eyes and stuff. Uh, I think he has organic webs. There was some kind of discussion of that on the, mm. on the forums. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. Huh. Okay. And sticking with DC... Uh, I pointed out today that uh, the Tiny Titans issue this week is of note because, as we know, the 52 has had a running uh, panel uh, hint that there's this hooded woman who shows up at all of them. And we won't spoil it for you, but... Well, you're right. Hoodies are back. You should, you, should, yeah. you should check out the latest issue of Tiny Titans, which actually is the closest thing so far to exposing who the hooded person... Now, Tiny I Titans... I like their answer. Did, did yeah. they get rebooted? I forget. Uh, no. What continuity am I supposed to follow when I read Tiny Titans? The tiny Titans? ones. Uh, it's the tiny. tiny Titans makes it follows no continuity but itself. Okay. And it's very funny. It's very good for kids. So I can yeah. jump on wherever you I'm not going to. Okay. You can. There's a whole thing about this new character that's replacing Robin in it. No, of course I tend all. to I tend to buy the issues that focus on the super pets because my son really likes those. Is Deathstroke in the Tiny Titans? <laughs> yes, he's their teacher. You're kidding me. No, I'm not kidding you. He they, he go, they go to teacher? they go to an elementary school, and uh, oh, he's like the bad teacher. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's the teacher everybody hates. All right, and the headmaster is Trigon. Oh, that's nice. funny. That's yeah, funny. Nice. So, yeah, which embarrasses Rose it's like Harry Potter. Now, does wait is uh, Tara in it at all? Yes. And does she have an I affair with the Deathstroke? No. Okay, just checking. Don't suck hmm. it. I'm just curious if they're book. following it the, all the way. Oh, Steve's coming in with his Archie meets Kiss. What? What's the? What am I looking for? It's not on the shelf for sale. Oh well. Oh, anyway. sold out. I'm buying mine. I'm buying this. Yes, I'm going to buy it. It's, it's uh, hey, Archie meets Kiss, man. You wanted the best. You got the best. What? What? You mess with the best. Okay. No, and that's Kiss's saying. Oh, and what, you didn't know that. And what's the rest? No. You didn't, you never heard that, Steve? You know that. I right? haven't bought a Kiss album since. When Destroyer. Kiss goes, you wanted the best. You got the best, and then I they start shouting out loud. Was the don't know that. Wow, I guess none of you guys really deserve to read that kiss comic. I thought probably it was not. Beth, I <laughs> exactly. Wow, is Peter Chris even in the this version of Kiss? You know, that's a good question. This looks like uh, Betty Veronica. Oh, they're not even Chuckhead. the real kiss. It's a different kind of kiss. <laughs> Wait, wait! Oh, there, there they are. Uh, uh, looks like Peter Chris. Yeah, looks like the original yeah. lineup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Perry's checking out to see who in Tiny Titans the hooded woman is. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. We're not it out right now. No, don't do it, Perry. You better edit me out. We try. <laughs> don't shout it out loud, Perry. Don't shout <laughs> it, shout <laughs> it, shout <laughs> it out loud. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> Yeah, okay. say, don't so, oh yeah, it was under 15 seconds. Thank God. Let's yeah. move on. Because <laughs> somewhere out in the darkness, Gene Simmons just heard us. He, no, he heard a ching. Okay. Um, I don't think either one of you read this one, but one of my favorite titles uh, don't assume, was okay. brought back uh, a little while ago was The Thunder Agents. No. And no, but because you 
have raved so much. Yeah, we didn't feel like we needed to. No, no. Um, actually, oh. I've been I have been reading a lot of critical acclaim for the Thunder Agents, and but not the book itself. I see there's a trade paperback. They and it, it, already it, they the finished six. the the storyline that they had yeah. going. They've done the trade paperback, and now they're going to do a six issue um, yeah. miniseries as well. And so I'm pretty happy. about what that. What is unique about this is that. Uh, Nick Spencer is the writer of this. Mm-hmm. He has a Marvel exclusive contract, and Marvel still let him have the. Oh, that's cool. The Thunder Agents. That's so that thanks, was the Marvel. Exception to his Marvel exclusive. So yep. that's how good a writer he is. That Marvel was willing to say he's exclusive, except for this book. And somehow I missed earlier this year. There was a uh, earlier this year. There was a seventh volume to the, oh, the uh, Thunder Agents. Thunder Agents collected uh, ones. Uh, so I've got to go hunt that down now. The archives. Yeah, yeah, I have the first edition of that first volume. I don't have anything after that. Yeah, and if you're not really into it, the first volume gives you enough to have no, a taste I, of it. Yeah, no, it's I, good Wally Wood. I, I understand it's good Wally Wood, and this new version is very. I hear is rather different, but with the same character name. So I'm I'm interested in here because I'm hearing a lot about this Nick Spencer guy. Yeah, so, and who is he? What is he? He's a Where writer. does he come from? I, I, I don't, don't think know. I think those were rhetorical questions. It's sort of like Jonathan Hickman. Like I don't, I don't know. I just enjoy reading their. Speaking version. of Hickman, okay, let's speak of Hickman. Fantastic. Uh, FF Future Foundation Twelve mm-hmm. is going to start finally resolving all the stuff that's led into what's going on with Valeria's plan mm-hmm. and why Doom is part of uh, the the Future Foundation. The yeah. uh, next four issues will will ramp that up, and then. It's kind of a question as whether or not they keep that magazine going now that Fantastic Four is back. I don't think they will. Yeah. I think it's. A, I mean, that's just my guess. If it sells well, yes, they'll find a reason. But it sounds to me like what I've always in, what I've enjoyed about Hickman's work all the way along, and I've been reading them in trade, so I can't say yeah. you know. Uh, but what I've enjoyed about it is the feeling like you don't need to read anything outside of Hickman's work to understand it at any given story at arc. At any given story arc, yeah. and. Um, and it just, it, in a weird way, feels like it. when Hickman's writing it, there is no other book in the Marvel Universe. Like, almost no other superhero ex- seems to exist except for the reference to Spider-Man when he comes into FF. It is just their story. And it's, and he is very clearly, from start to finish, telling a story. And But I, I, I agree with you. When he does break that, it's special. Mm-hmm. When somebody shows up. Like when, you know, when all these the villains... The, the Fantastic Four villains showed yeah. up on issue. There were people you would have been tired of seeing in, in previous runs of Fantastic Four, but he made them all interesting and new mm-hmm. characters, the, mm-hmm. the way they, they spoke and how they yeah. interacted. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I think it's a great, great book, but I can't imagine if Hickman... I, I think Hickman has a plan for Future Foundation, and when he's done with it, then so is Future Foundation. Yeah. Well, either that'll just blend into the Fantastic Four book, too. Because it could just keep all the kids around. Yeah. Do you know anything about the Teen Doom series? That was canceled. It's been canceled? Yes. Okay. I mentioned that last week. It's been canceled before it even came out. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Victor Von Doom. Yeah. And uh, Why? Don't know. Don't know. It actually sounded like an interesting sure. time Teen period. Teen Doom or teen? teen? The young, day, you know, young Victor Von Doom. College age, about the time he's getting irritated with, with uh, I think Richards. they realized that they already tried teen Tony Stark and that didn't work. So Well, that didn't work for a different reason. It sucked. Yeah, that's, yeah that was, this is going to suck too. It didn't really lend Troy itself towards Troy Benson, everyone. He, we have an extra you, chair here, we Troy. We can't hear you wave. You've got a it's bad radio. Mm. Yes, it is. Well done. Well done. Sit in if you'd like. All right. 
We have a chair. You could be the fourth uh, Bring fourth it. leg on our our tripod or table. Anyway, <laughs> anyway he's thinking about go it. To the next, go he's going to get his Saturday. comics first. I know sure. that. Anything. I just don't want to see a teen doom. I think that's ridiculous. Oh. Right, well, you're not going to. I they weren't going to call. It, they were going to call it Doom, but it was yeah. just in his. But that's his last name, though, his, isn't it? Von right. Doom. Von Doom. Yeah. Doesn't von, what's the prefix Von mean? Son of. of? I believe it's of. I think it's son of. If somebody in Germany, if somebody was a noble at some point, they give them the prefix von. Uh, I just meant nobility. Okay. Uh, okay. There we go. Okay. Once again, a patron at Elusive Comics and Games. Jumps in to straighten us out. And Thank you very much. So uh, don't I don't have anything else. Internet. We have customers. <laughs> we have customers. We do it the organic way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to put out in the universe. We're usually wrong. And the, the universe answers back. Way. Speaking of organic. Yeah, anyway, go ahead. Nothing. So... So, uh, I didn't have anything else in comics. Did anybody else? Was there any? Uh, Troy no. Benson does. Troy, have Troy, a seat. Take a seat. We should. We should. Yeah, say, I know. I've got now, that in my section. <laughs> Troy has also been attracted to Archie meets Kiss. Now we're going to our week, our our semi uh, regular uh, series of of, uh, of uh, spots called <laughs> "What's in Troy's Stack." So, what did you buy this week, Troy? What are you going to buy Not this much. week, Troy? Not much, but you know, it's an off week. What do you, what do you got there? Legion Secret Origin. Is this mic Oops. even on? This mic's down. Try that again. Okay. Legion Secret Origin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you read the first one? I did. Okay. Yeah, I and did. you liked it? Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. like this better than the regular series? I like the series written by Paul Levitz. Okay. I'm not... A, this I'm is not also written f- by Paul yes. Levitz. And right. I'm not a fan yet of Legion Lost, but I'm, I'm going to give it a... I'm not sure where Legion Lost is trying to go. Yeah. It's still bothersome to me. But They're kind of lost. They're, They're a little lost of. right now. Sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. I. You bought Neil Batman. Adams' Batman Odyssey. Okay. How do you feel about that? You, 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 you kind of grunted there, and I think you grunted for the same reason I did. I, I have to buy anything drawn by Neil Adams, but I don't have to like it. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about the numbering change? I, I was very confused the last time I walked in here, and I, you know, Stephen missed Odyssey six one <laughs> issues for me. But yeah, I, yeah, they just changed it midstream because they wanted to say it was a number, number one. one. Yeah, it was yeah. Just ridiculous. So wait a minute, what is Batman Odyssey? I don't think I've ever heard of this. Nobody knows. Oh, it's, even those it's, reading it, it's eight really issues lo- in so far, and it doesn't make a doggone bit of sense. <laughs> Batman is telling a story, but it's beautiful, with no point. It's absolutely beautiful to someone we don't know, and it's possible that that person is also telling the story to us, but we don't know. Yeah. In some panels, Batman has a gun. In some panels, he his costume is very different. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's Dick Grayson, but he's wearing Tim Drake's costume. I think. If you really want to, if you really want to get a mind bend going on yeah. here, read this along the same time as you're reading Blood from uh, from Dark Horse in yeah. there. In the, I think the what's same really time, going to turn out is the crazy. Batman Odyssey is a setup for Gotham City uh, Irregulars, that that game uh, Gotham City Imposters. Really, the the game where people are just uh, kind of Batman. Everybody is Batman and Joker cosplayers running around Gotham City. I think that nice. might be the secret of Batman Odyssey. <laughs> well, he, I have seen on the internet he says it's all going to make sense. At the end, yeah, really. you just have to wait. Really? Yes. He's <laughs> like, you just bear with it. The last panel, uh, it was Troy, all a dream. Will you come back into the podcast at the very end and tell us? If, so it's kind of like the Spider-Man it made all, musical. All made sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, As Rick said it, it's beautiful. Geez. 
It's Remind absolutely me beautiful. To tell it you is about beautiful. And, and what's the last book on your stack? Spider-Man musical. Okay. I yeah. was not planning on picking this up, but really, how could you resist? How can you resist? <laughs> Archie meets Kiss. But I, I do want to be fair. It's actually Archie Comics number 627. It's not in itself its own special miniseries. But not only do you have Kiss, it's guest starring Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So uh, wow. I love Melissa Joan Hart. Yes. Thank you. I couldn't come up with her name. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there a, a Josie and the Pussycats cameo? I think, that, I think there might be. I, I can't Ooh. guarantee it. I'm not going to guarantee it. But how could, you have, how, how could you have Kiss not meet Josie and the Pussycats? That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Wow. Or at least open for Kiss. That was, yeah. as, that was as rewarding as it ever was. You guys have not been talking about Archie. We actually talked about this one before for, you got For a while. Here. No, but I mean, it used yeah. to be Yeah, weekly. it's been a couple we, weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's got to be some good news. Well, there is news on that because the gay character in Archie Kevin is Keller. getting married. Yes, we talked about that, actually. Yeah, did we talk we about did that? talk about that. Weeks ago. Well, the issue is just hitting U.S. News well, and yes, World Report. And I can totally understand why, though. You, you know, you must have to hear us in editing over and over and over again that at some point you forget what we're actually talking about because you're just trying to make sure we don't swear. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so <laughs> it's okay. I also watch out for bodily sounds. Right. And some weeks are easier than others, and I understand that. It might have been a difficult week. Yeah. Are there any other books you're reading right now, Troy, that you enjoy? Not that you picked up today, but that in I enjoy. general. What's yeah. your favorite 52? Ooh, that's a tough question. Batman and Robin. Um, Let him answer. Yeah, for right. gosh sakes. Probably be, no. Yeah, I'd probably be in the Batman stuff. Yeah, it's all yeah. the Batman stuff. Um, Dark Knight. The rest of it's not, not, I'm not sold yet. And I might be going to my list. I feel like I'm reading a bunch of Elseworld stories <laughs> as opposed right. to a because universal ha- continuity. Because there have been a few where it's sort of like, I'm, I'm going to say, and Rick warned me off this. But I didn't follow up that I bought um, My Greatest Adventure number one, which is the follow to Weir, follow up to Weird really? Worlds. Did you buy Weird Worlds? I bought the first issue with that, and I didn't really like. I thought it was beautiful art yeah. with characters I didn't care about. Right. And then I read My Greatest Adventure and went, "Damn you, DC! You suckered me in twice with the exact same problem. I don't care about Tanga. I gar- and if it was a, if it was a jumping on point, Garbage Man made no sense. No. Tanga made no sense, and Robot Man." was a case of Elseworlds. I yeah. mean, it's totally revamping. He's never been a member of Doom Patrol. He's... It's uh, ridiculous. It, he, uh, Madame Robot Rouge... Robot Man's never been a... Not in, in, this not in, this, in this oh, universe. In this universe. And Madame Rouge, who was uh, one of the villains responsible for killing the Doom Patrol in the original, original continuity, the original one, yeah. is now his assistant and yeah. called Madame Rouge for a completely different reason. And he's kind of like this, he's almost like this yeah, Iron no Man assembly that. thing where yeah. he gets put so together it's like there and are taken a few, apart. I've, I've seen a few of the titles where suddenly there's a character who shows up with a name. It's like uh, the Tangent series. Mm-hmm. They took yeah. the name, they reimagined what kind of character might go with that right and so it just seems like no just create a new character well and i don't did you read the the ray preview that's been in the back i did uh i really haven't read it yet okay well they make a reference to a previous ray okay happy terrell well is that the golden age that's the golden age one yeah They, they don't say but they talk about you know there being a previous ray and all stuff and i'm like well i thought everything was starting you know, because they still haven't decided if there's right. Golden Age heroes or right. not. But the race that little yeah. they haven't decided what Ray Palmer. Speaking of rays, Ray Palmer as the Atom is doing. Does he exist as the Atom? Has he been the Atom? Is Ryan Choi the Atom? 
The Adam hasn't even really shown up, but Ray Palmer has because he's in charge of the miniaturization well, technology. Now, before the reboot, Ryan Choi had stopped being the Adam. Ryan Choi was killed. He was killed. Well, yeah. Well, that's, he, that's what he said. He said he stopped. stopped. Well, yeah, He stopped okay. being the Adam. <laughs> You're right. I mean, I mean, You're right. Ryan, Ray, Palmer. Ray Palmer went back to being the Adam. Right, yeah, Ray Palmer had gone back to being the Adam. Well, and Karen Starr showed up in Mr. Terrific. But not that's his girlfriend. Be, in, but not over. Not really his girlfriend. As someone that they're they just casual. With. It's a casual thing. They don't really want to put titles on it, right? And she yeah. and she can't be Power Girl, but she's not Power Girl. So why do we need a Karen Star? Exactly, exactly. But she looks exactly like Power Girl. It, it's it's just been very, very, very confusing. And and, and the same thing is going like like super wait, Karen Star is Power Girl. Yeah, I and uh, and over in Teen Titans and Superboy, it's they played. You know, the, the Superboy has never appeared before. Yeah. And the person, the scientist working on Superboy is Fairchild from Gen 13. Uh, so she showed up at the end of Superboy 3 that way. Uh, and then he's going to be a member of the Teen Titans. And it's all, you know, I mean, that's totally rewritten. But then they're also saying, uh, Tim Drake says, this is going to be the shortest lived incarnation of the Titans ever. Even yeah. though Dendadio said there have never been Titans so before. What's the previous incarnations, yeah. Yeah, but Starfire and Roy Harper over they yeah, never really talk Titans. about it. Yeah. So, so I feel like I'm reading 52 separate continuities, and so you I can kind handle of that. Like, you can handle I'm that. Not anymore. Big, big whiteboard, little. <laughs> I used to be. Yeah. Take some Omega Three. That'll help. <laughs> right. Maybe a little ginseng. Some uh, ginkgo biloba. Four hour, five hour energy. Maybe hour there you go. Which have you noticed? Those commercials are are like declaring war on coffee. Like yeah. I don't have time. It's morning. I don't have time to make coffee. <laughs> you so, know the one thing I noticed about those commercials: the guy takes it and then he sits down and reads a newspaper. Yeah, I need. Why it. do you need more energy <laughs> to sit and read a newspaper? Good point. Doesn't make sense. Well, I thought I thought the unbelievable part was he. Sat and read a newspaper. Who does that? Who reads and uses energy anymore. drinks? Yeah. Anyway. Well, let's move on to TV. TV. Or Don't movies? we go to movies next? You want to go to movies next? We normally do, we do. Do we do movies first? Oh, okay. Well, I've got it in the it's wrong comics, order. Comics, movies, oh TV. Well, Lange, you really Lange, don't pay attention. Lon just gave me. <laughs> I didn't know we had. An order. <laughs> I knew we started with comics, except when we didn't want to. Um, movies. Lon just writ, wrote something on there about Dark Knight Rises. Takes, oh, yes. It's been revealed. Takes like eight years? It's been revealed a plot point Oh, that uh, Dark Knight Rises supposedly takes place eight years after wow. the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight. That leaves so. some room to fill in stories. Mm-hmm. Why that's clever. Also, Christian Bale had said that was, this will be his last... Yeah. movie but that, as Batman. That's been believed for a long time. But I just thought I'd add yeah, that. So. Yeah. He did reconfirm that, yes. And he did say also, too, if you walk in my light while I'm shooting a scene, I will blow up and chew off your head. Okay, that's great. Not like on record, though. Right. I understand. No. Yes, I understand. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And but, then uh, we've got... So how do we feel about that? It sounds like a, a good, good content... Uh, Move. I, because the thing is. Oh, did you guys see the additional pictures online this week? I think there's like a next. Yeah. Well, like a close up of Bane. Yeah, I'm still not sold yeah, on Yeah, I'm not sold here. Yeah. But they did say there was a practical reason for his face mask, saying that it, get, it uh, delivers painkillers or something like that. Okay, maybe. So that's well, an we'll interesting. See. I mean, not uh, Venom. Right. But painkillers. 
I'm going to trust. Okay. I like the eight-year gap because it allows that if they make other films, like if they do a Justice League and you can say this is this is Batman, this is happening in between, right. it gives a big gap where that continuity could still... And they also had a Batcopter. Oh. Cool. Mm-hmm. So there well, was we a, know what Troy wants for Christmas oh, next year. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. It's rewatching the 1966 movie. Mm, yeah. Exposing your boy to it? With the bat repellent. Yeah. Bat shark repellent. Well, you, yeah. Awesome. But you got a copter. There's the cycle, the car. The boat. Speedboat. It's awesome. I think, I think the speedboat was built for the movie, and that's one of the reasons they did it, so they could up the budget and get more vehicles for the TV show. That American Film Treasures, whatever it is, the uh, where they hunt down uh, props and stuff, uh-huh. uh, they had a they had found the Robin uh, sidecar, the sidecar? Cycle, uh, for, from the movie. Nice. But the guy Speaking. wasn't going to sell it. Okay, this is just ha- random. Speaking of the Batman 60s TV show, have any of you when, on your walks down the street, yes. El Pollo Loco? Yes. I, I asked can, him that question. Yvonne Craig thing? The I, Yvonne Craig Creek sponsor. Yeah. Is that the Yvonne I Craig? I don't know. Batgirl is sponsoring a creek right down right the street? Right down the street from us. She couldn't find a nastier looking creek. Could that be the same one? I, I don't I know. I hope so. Nice. We need to track her down. Be nice. okay. We should. We should. Or at least track down whoever is responsible for this creek. There you go. So, who else? Uh, what else is going on in movies? For you? Well, in movies, uh, we had news that uh, Twilight not only makes people uh, sick, <laughs> but actually news. makes them convulse and fall on the floor. So <laughs> far, I believe that it's only males, which I think is funny. <laughs> and this is factual. This is actual. Yeah. We're not like saying this there's, because we think it sucks. Uh, but because the, I don't know, I didn't. The movie's see it. pretty horrific. You know, the the, the did you what, see it? No, I haven't. I, I've had it explained <laughs> then to how me. Can you say it's horrific? Uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I also know that Human Centipede is pretty horrific. I don't need to see that. You're <laughs> I don't right. need to see that either. Um, but in the movie, the director decided to, to show the birth scene from the point of view of Bella. And in it, they strobe a bunch of lights to try and give the the experience she's having. Wait, I'm curious. Who delivers Bella's baby? Is it like Ken Jong from uh, The Hangover? No, no. Do you really, do you really want to know? Hang- this much I can tell you is that yes. is it the baby, whose name, by the way, is... Renesmee. Renesmee, oh because she's a vampire baby, chews her way out. There's no delivery. Uh, what? She's eating her. Vampires way don't out. eat flesh, she's they eat blood. And, she's ripping and tearing. She doesn't swallow. Yeah, she's ripping and Shouldn't tearing her own way. Wait, vampire back. babies are born with a full set of teeth? Yes, apparently. And, and, and that's why Bella has to be made into a vampire, otherwise, she will die. Uh, so, so yes. they chew their way out. The baby hyper is hyper accelerated in gestation because half human, half. You know, we half we vampire. didn't say spoiler alert on this, but I don't really care. You know, at this point, <laughs> at this point, everybody knows that's what happens uh, because those I, that novel has been that. there, and I've read articles where people have said this is why movies were made for this scene to be shot on film. I and said, so, and now we find that people are having seizures and have to be hospitalized. Do they show the baby the gnawing its way out? I don't know. My daughter saw it and said, oh, it wasn't weird at all. But, you know, she's totally, she's... Team, she's pretending she's it's team cool. Edward. Yeah. Wow, okay. She's totally into it. So, that, yeah, it's a shame. I did send a, a link to a YouTube video that's absolutely, absolutely hilarious where the uh, Edward character is explaining what's going to happen to Bella on their honeymoon <laughs> as if it's just all... And she's like, what? Really? What? <laughs> Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Kind of gives new like perspective on. And that's been the trying to have a kid. Dating. It's been the number one movie in America for two weeks. Yeah. Let's well, take it down, people. Are any of us surprised? Is, Let's take is, it down. This is the Mayan curse. 
This is this right here. Yeah, this the world is the end of the world. It's not even 2012 yet. The entire world's going to take a gun, put it to its head, and just pull the trigger. <laughs> well, okay. no, they got to wait for the next one to come out. <laughs> isn't there one more to come yes, out? Yes, there is. Breaking Dawn Part 2. Oh, yeah, that's Call, right, because they couldn't. Subtitle, they couldn't Breaking out Wind. Of in one. Yeah. So uh, we've been talking a lot about Akira and how it's yes. uh, a bunch of white guys in New York now. Right yeah, on. that's going to be so awesome. But they released really the, they, they've released the plot to it, which uh, doesn't really mitigate a lot of that, but it explains how they're going to try and tie Ooh, it together. Explain it to us, Rick. So here's the plot. Kaneda, who is the main character. Who We're still going to call him Kaneda. White in, guy. In, in the movie is a bike gang leader and drug user. Mm-hmm. Um, Kaneda is a bar owner in Neo-Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, so instead far, of Neo so Tokyo, we got Neo Manhattan. So yeah, maybe right. Manhattan's been blown up. Who is is stunned when his brother Tetsuo, another white guy, uh, in the original movie, I don't think they're brothers. No, no, no they're friends. Um, is abducted by a government agents led by the Colonel. The Colonel is a character, probably a Japanese right, right. guy. Desperate to get his brother back, Kaneda agrees to join with Kai Reed White and chick. underground movement who are intent on revealing to the world what truly happened in New York City 30 years ago when it was destroyed. So 30 years in the... Right, right. Yeah. Kaneda believes their theories to be ludicrous, but after finding his brother again is shocked, Black guy. Is shocked when he displays ludicrous. telekinetic powers. Right. Kai believes Tetsuro is headed to release a young boy, Akira, who has taken control of Tetsuro's mind. Kaneda clashes with the colonel's troops on his way to stop Tetsuro from releasing Akira, but arrives too late. Akira soon emerges from his prison, courtesy of Tetsuro, as Kaneda races to save his brother before Akira once again destroys Manhattan Island, as he did 30 years ago. So it's kind of funny because interlaced in there, with all the craziness, are a few threads from the comic series that were ignored in the previous movie. Okay. So, you know. This is the fact that, honestly, in the comics, series, people don't realize this, they're all Caucasian. What? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's black and white. <laughs> no, their hairdos say something totally different. Yeah. 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 A lot of bowl cuts. A lot of bowl cuts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know, but... Uh, Why call him... Can, I, can you really see Garrett... Ken, Ken, Ken Eda <laughs> and his friend... Tim Suo. Oh. Or yeah. Ted Suo. Be Italian. Ted Suo. That's yeah. funny. Suo. Uh. From Canada. Ooh, yeah. That's so, all. Yeah, oh, oh, there Canada. we go. They're actually from Canada. Canada. And it's not Akira, it's it. It's like <laughs> Akira. 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 Starring Dave Thomas and Right, right. And Mike Myers. Ted Suo. And pinching her head. And pinching. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's the boys down the hall. Kids in the hall. <laughs> Kids in the hall. Boys down the hall. It is something we promised we wouldn't talk about on the air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, the new John Carter trailer. Did anybody see I that? haven't seen it. I seen watched it. And? And I don't get it. Did no, you ever read any of the books? Uh, no, you know what? Actually, the second trailer looks way better than the first movie. But it basically... First trailer, yeah. The first trailer, I mean. But it basically just looks like a Disney... Sci-fi action adventure that could go either way, but yeah. I just think that uh, unless it gets a good head steady push, it'll just be mediocre box office. Did you read any of the books? No. Has Did you read the books? Read any I read them yes. all. Yes. I have not. 
Yeah. Rick and I have, have both been John Carter fans from way back. Yeah. I'm just How a many huge John Taylor Kitsch fans fan. are there? Oh, well, there are quite Three. a few. No, actually, no. I'm actually that's a, that are still there are alive. There the are books, the books are in the public domain now, so you can download them for yeah. free and read oh, them. Oh no, I, 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 there were libraries too. I could yeah, have yeah. read it. That's but, true. I read and there were a lot of there were several knockoff <laughs> films on Netflix. You can probably watch now. Yeah, well, those don't have anything the, to do uh, with. Yeah, Antonio Sabato Jr. was in the the one with the Asylum Studios version with Tiffany. With what's her name? Tiffany Amber Thiessen? No, no, no. Um, the Exploring Star. Yes. Uh, Tiffany. That was in Crybaby. Gazongas? No. The one Tracy Lords. Tracy, Tracy Lords. Yes, Tracy Lords is Deja Thoris, and Antonio right. Sabato Jr. Yes. is John Carter in A Princess of Mars. Actually, in the, the trailer for this, for uh, John Carter, they got a lot. Of, I mean, they had a, these these big scenes of all the, the Thark warriors with the multiple arms, and they showed the uh, the giant dog-like Critter too. The white gorilla. The th- no, no, no. The, the, the Wuja. That too. Wuja, his wow, okay. uh, his faithful dog yeah. alien. It looks like a lot like my, my question was kind of like though. I'm I'm. I guess I'm not worried because I, I don't care if the movie succeeds or not. Right, right. But it was more like a you know John Carter's one of those properties that. Yeah. I feel like I should know something about. I really don't. More like, like you know, Doc Savage or, you know, The Spirit or yeah. um, some uh, of these John other Carter things. John has Carter its, has its fans. He was, he did, Edgar Rice Burroughs did not write as many John Carter novels as he did Tarzan, obviously. Right. Um, and this is a movie that, I mean, people have been trying to adapt John Carter, I mean, honestly, since 1935. And if the first plan had gone through, Robert Clamp it was going to do it as uh, the first adventure animation. So they're going to be right. shorts, and so right. there exists only pencil tests of no it. No relation to Jed. No. Jed Clampett, Bob Clampett, no, he's the guy who did Beanie and Cecil. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and he's a big Looney Tunes guy. So, I want to know is what, in, in, in the marketing sense, why would they think to take off the Of Mars? Because they're stupid. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you would think... Yeah. No, that one that one is ridiculous. It is, like, everything. Everything I read, every time anybody in... Uh, our brethren in the press. Um, they go, it's like, in parentheses, of Mars. Come on, Disney, stop being stupid. Call it of Mars. Yeah. Oh, it's just John Carter? They're just calling it John Carter. They're Nobody knows who John Carter worse is. Than, exactly. Worse than that. The I would go see a movie that said of Mars. <laughs> well, that's the thing. All the si- what that, a great right, title that would be. <laughs> right of away, Mars. by putting of Mars after it, you attract any kind of sci-fi enthusiast or whatever yeah. that might be like, oh, it's on another planet. Oh, okay, I'll maybe check it but out. Worse, but worse than that, it's not even John Carter. It's J.C. No, no, no. The, post, the new poster the they poster have does say, say John Carter. Oh, okay. They just released a new poster. There's too many people thought it was Jesus Christ? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but actually, the poster says, the, the, the symbol they've got for it says J.C.M., so it still has the M oh, in it God. In, in the logo. So it's just it's dumb. It is stupid. Disney, call it John Carter of Mars. If you wanna if you if you can hunt them down, when DC owned the Tarzan and John Carter and uh and uh, Carson of Venus, Carson of Venus and, Korak. and Korak they they ran two books, Tarzan and Korak. Call the son of Tarzan. In the well it did say it said Korak, son of Tarzan. Yeah. Um Tarzan had running in the back wow. of it. In the back of it, it had running. Um, that had John Carter. John and Carter. Korak had. Um, Korak had, had Carson. Of Carson Venus. of Venus. And then Weird Worlds came out, and they yeah. But didn't they just reprint all. that? Did these, somebody I, somebody reprinted? Yeah, them because I DC think so. The right, somebody else. Were those actually, spin-offs of each other? 
No, they're all they're interrelated a little bit. A little like bit. I say, you have Carter of Mars, Carson of Venus. Well, Carson of Venus actually had Tarzan go. Uh, pardon me, no, that's not true. Pellucidar. Pellucidar, which one was one of the ones that they did do, had Tarzan eventually go to Pellucidar. So he was tying Tarzan them together. But yeah. Carson of Venus and John Carter did not cross over yet because I think Edgar Rice Burroughs basically died before he could finish that. Mm, like yeah. Even the last John Carter of Mars novel kind of... It incomplete. Just, it, it's incomplete. He died before they found the manuscript and didn't bother finishing it. I'll finish it. Where he had started it? going off to other planets yes. from Mars. John oh, Carter, he Jupiter. Jupiter. He was yeah. on Jupiter. That's where, he, that's where he's left. There's there's no planet on Jupiter, though, is there? It's there is gas. a planet. It's called Jupiter. It's all gas, though. It's like, how do you, how do you get on it? They didn't know. This is 1945. Gotcha. Uh, I quick. Are we still in the movies? Well, I had, one, I had one more thing, but go ahead. No, no, no. Okay. Well, yeah, real fast. Uh, did anyone... Okay, you guys have probably haven't been in the movies. But uh, did they show trailers when you went to the Muppets? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I went, took my kids on Friday, so... Did I, they show the trailer for that Wallace and Gromit-style Pirates, Pirates movie? Pirates, yeah. So both... Yes. That looks hilarious. Yes, it does. The Pirate uh, Pirate of the Year contest they're trying to yeah, get. Yeah, yeah. But the movie's actually just called Pirates, Pirates. and then it has like... The Looney Some, Crew or something, yeah, it's something a, yeah. adventure or something like that. So it is the yeah, it is the new Arben Studios film. First of all, as as an adult and as someone who hates animated stuff <laughs> and really just Which lost I touch of my childhood, yeah, yeah. Uh, or at least the new stuff. I, I I'm sad for you all the time. I could not like uh, the the smile on my face after watching that. Were you trailer? High? Well, I didn't say permagrin. But uh, basically, I so now I can't wait for the movie. It looks so fun, and I always I have to admit though, I always loved the Wallace and Gromit. Those shorts. are hilarious. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, from back in the day. So. Oh, and they've done the full movies too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful but I just movie, remember yeah. like watching the old Sick and Twisted, or you know, the Spike and Mike's. Yeah, yeah. Right. And you know, like, this yeah. Wallace and Gromit. This is so adorable. Yes. Anyway, so yes, I cannot wait for that movie. So, pirates, go out yeah. and see it. Okay. And they also did they show the trailer for Journey Two. With the rock? Mysterious Island, yeah. Okay. Well, they did call it Journey 2, though, aren't they? No, it's Mysterious Island, uh, or the second journey. Because I could have swore it said Journey 2. It says two. The, the second journey or something like that, or Journey okay. 2 is a subtitle, but the, t- the main title is And Mysterious it's the same Island. kid from the first one, right? Yes. Okay. That looks cool, too, and I didn't even I didn't even see the first one. And Selena Gomez. Oh, that's right. No, is this Selena Gomez? Is this Selena Gomez? I thought it was another one of the. No, it's team. one of the. It's one of the Disney girls. I think it's Selena Gomez. Okay. I think my other one. <gasps> Selena Gomez. So. Okay. All right. But that looked kind of cool. So two new trailers that I'm excited about. Yes. Okay. Which is weird because those are normally movies I'd scoff at. So. Uh, and I also did you see the trailer for Paranorman? Paranorman was it's yes the, oh the the Tim the, Burton one, or no the Coraline Tim, one yes from the makers of Coraline that looked creepy it looks pretty awesome it looks yeah. cool and but the, and the trailers played the season of the witch oh right right it's like it's just so you know to to be a hero you just can't you can't be normal and this is, all I know about it is this little kid who can see, who can see the dead. And and talk to the dead. And well, it's kind of like Graveyard Book. Well, all I know um, is, it's, but it's not like Graveyard Book. Okay, I'm so. making a prediction that a lot of goth girls are going to have <laughs> all new lunchboxes soon. Yep, so. very good. Paranorman. Okay. Yeah. Any other movie news from you? Well, you gushed last week about Hugo. Yeah. And this week, I was in a bookstore and picked up the the 500 the in, page, the invention of Hugo Cabret. And what I brought it in showed you. I I was just blown away by this book. Just uh, and we didn't yeah. talk about the book I think at all. I, you know, I, I do think honestly we're late to the part of that because it's been around for a couple of years. But it's worth mentioning and definitely go ahead. It, it's probably gone in through a new printing because it's got the now it's a yeah. hardback. It's yeah. uh, 
made uh, now major motion picture sticker yeah. on it and a literary award that I can't remember which one it Calicott, won. I think. Yeah, I think it was the Calicott. Um, but just beautiful illustrations throughout this whole book. The, 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 the idea that this is a cinematic book and the guy who, who did it, uh, who Brian wrote Selznick. it, has done all these amazing sketches through the whole whole of it. And when you get to the I, – I am really looking forward to the movie now because I can imagine how the end looks given what happens in the book and really, really looking forward to it. So um, I don't know the last time I read a 500-page book in one sitting. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know when you have either. No. When was the uh, last time you did uh, Harry well, Potter. On, uh, if it would be like a showcase, black and whites <laughs> from D- from DC, I might have. No, I haven't even done that. I got so many showcases on my shelf that I'm like, one day I'm going to read past that second <coughs> issue of Eclipso. Um, yeah, and the, and the second Dial H for Hero story. I'm stuck on Phantom Stranger. The oh, I, I've read all through the Phantom Stranger. Okay. Yeah, and my Batman Brave and the Bold team ups volume one. I love the showcase. Well, we I, can we can talk about TV now. Okay, let's talk about TV. Because Lon had uh, news about the T-Mobile girl. What? Oh, big announcement, comics fan, movie fans, comic movie fan fans. Oh, for God's sake, just get to it. Uh, so a lot of buzz is going around about this T-Mobile girl. And they said her name. I forget her name. I think it's like Becca something. I don't know. The one but, in the uh, pink dress with the white dots. Yeah, the white yeah. Dot very visible, very high profile. She just was cast as... Retro Girl and the Powers uh, oh, Pilot. which I heard was they were retooling it, yeah. So, cool. so yeah, it's going to be this really awesome role, and she's going to be this cute, adorable Dead superhero. Girl. Yeah, and the arc called Who Killed, killed <laughs> Retro Girl. That is not a spoiler. That is the name of the first arc, Who Killed Retro Girl. So, uh, oh, that's cool. I, I hadn't heard that. And, I, just, I you know, I haven't really watched much TV this weekend. I just... Uh, uh, Are you watching Walking Dead? No, I might watch an episode or two tonight. Uh, oh, so I, that means we can't talk I, about I did it. read what happened. I mean, you know, it's okay. I read a, a review. You read what and happened. I, and I, and I, yeah, so that's what I hear, you know. There was pretty much. And a lot of people on my Facebook feed are going, congratulations, Walking Dead. You became interesting just at the moment I was ready to give you up. Those yeah. people so, are fools. Well, no, they're, ready, they're back in. They're sucker back in. No, I in. know, but I mean, because I've heard a lot of chatter online about What's wrong with this series? It's boring and well, lame. There was a lot of that chatter last week from Anna. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to name names. No, but I have a lot of a couple other friends too. Okay, let me say it backwards. Anna. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thank you for hiding it. Yes. No one will know. Yeah, it was a good. That was a good episode. That episode, just the way it just built the tension, built and built and built. Yeah. And then in the end, it just, it just. Popped all over you. It yeah. was great. Blew yeah. me away. Okay, good. Literally. And yes. then we, we have one last thing to end on, which is uh, looking forward to Christmas now. Oh, so many things. I want to, again, recommend the uh, that Smallville DVD set. No, 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 no. no. Christmas Day. Uh-oh. BBC America. Oh, yes. You did send me that email. Will be broadcasting the Christmas Doctor Who episode, which is entitled The Doctor, the Widow, and the Wardrobe. And there's a uh, there's the trailers up on on, <laughs> on uh, BBC and on uh, YouTube, and you can go out and watch it. And it's it's. Uh, Are you a Doctor Who watcher? No, Troy, you should be. Anyway, go ahead. It's like I'm why why do all watcher. the so many I'm of the good watcher. Doctor Who 
stories happen during the 40s. I don't know yes. what it is. It's it's uh, it's a good magical time to tell stories <laughs> in. During the Blitz. It sounds know. interesting. I might have to watch that. Yeah. I don't think you're saying that to sincerity. I'm not. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. And there's also there's also a uh, a Christmas uh, uh, promo commercial from BBC. I saw that <laughs> with with that has all the different characters for that are on BBC America, including the Doctor and Amy playing Twister with, with a Cyberman. Cyber yes. And the Cyberman shows up at the end. He's in the crowd waving at everybody. Yes. At the end. That's, I, I watched that commercial and it was like it was supposed to be like a lot of people that are famous on BBC One. Right. And I hate to say it was most of what I said was like these people are largely unattractive and would not be on American television. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Except for Karen Gillan. They're on BBC One too. Can I have her for Christmas? Oh. So yeah. I, I They've got her up at the counter. I know. I want an Amy Pond action figure. Yeah. Uh yeah. And that's that's all we got on the list right now. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Magic Mailbox hasn't delivered anything particularly. Uh, yeah. No, like I said, uh, Smallfield. I got uh, Detective D and the Mysterious Flames. So oh, you that. got that? Yeah. So oh. I've got to watch that, dude. Uh, I want to borrow talk, that. Yeah. Did you talk about the Brave and the Bold finale last week? We did not. We did not because, because he hadn't watched it. I did, I did it. watch it, and so you want to talk about it? Let's let's do it. Let's end with. That was a, it. A, well, no, That's tell me, because it's such a fan. Did you watch it? I did watch it. It was such a great episode. Is it on demand? Can I watch it? Yes, anyway? it is on demand. I was, I it is? So I watched sad. it on demand with my with my son, yeah. I didn't know it was ending, and I thought it was like some sort of plot device, and then... I know, I yeah. and it really was. It was really what a great... ended. I, I'm not even sure that, like... Anybody watching it got half, you know, the people got half of what was going on as far as just the... Uh, oh, the whole thing about, you know, well, there are people who didn't like the show and they were saying it, but they realized it was a love letter to the Silver Age of DC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just beautiful. Yeah, it was... I, I, I can't remember if I was excited about The Brave and the Bold when it first... When it was first announced. Oh, from the moment, from word go. From the first episode, we just when I first saw got Aquaman, it immediately. I, I, was, I was hooked. What I loved was the Ted McGinley coming in and then... <laughs> and an ambush bug spending the episode trying to get Ted McGinley to break character so that his voice would be replaced. Exactly. Uh, I John, thought of you when I saw ambush bug. Did you? I did. Wait, touch me from across the table. There we go. <laughs> Our hands touch. That was just a hand. <laughs> well, because I said it's. I, so I turned to my son. I said it's Dad's favorite character. Because why? What's so good about ambush bug? And, I'm like, and you couldn't explain. I was <laughs> saying, ambush bug knows he's fictional. Well, what does that mean, Dad? I don't know, but it's funny. I can't tell. <laughs> and then he says it. He goes, I know I'm not real. I know I'm just on the TV show. I know I'm just, you know, it's like, yeah, Luke's not getting why this is hilarious to me. Why I love Ambush Bug so, so much. <laughs> so, Who did the voice of Ambush Bug? I don't, I don't know. know. Was it perfect? I think Ambush Bug did it. No, you know, what's funny is when you think about it, because Ambush Bug is fairly. Um, present in the DC Universe online game, oh. and they make him totally like, hey, this is Ambush Bug, and they totally make him cartoony, and they didn't. They had, like, he just had a kind of a regular guy voice going, uh-oh, this is trouble, I'd better go, you know, he was just yeah. really like... So what's Ambush Bug sound like in your head? Um, New Yorker. I've always thought, honestly, that he sounded a little bit like Curly, hmm. from the Three Stooges. Hmm. Like, I could imagine him going, whoop, whoop! Well, he does do whoop whoop. Yeah, he goes. I've just always assumed that's how he sounded sounded to me. Or maybe all three Stooges at various times, depending on his mood. Yeah. But and now, how do you feel about the series ending? 
Um, I think the reality is that it had kind of dropped in popularity. I get that. And I talked to James Tucker about that at Comic-Con a couple of years ago, knowing because they were finished a while back. And then they um, they showed it in Europe and then saved these like last three episodes for this fall so they could kind of piggyback it on to the end of Young Justice's first season and mm-hmm. with that Green Lantern thing so they could you know have this big boom, get excitement going. Um and yeah, everybody involved was really sad about it, but they kind of felt like they didn't know where to go. And an animation, sixty-five episodes, is enough for the strip and the syndication, and so the DVD sets and the DVD sets, which they haven't done. They're still they're still releasing the DVDs like in half seasons, yeah, without any extras. They're just there, which is okay because really, I I like those episodes enough that they did sixty-five episodes. Yeah. Yeah, see, there you go. Like, you've I don't almost know if I've it was seen. On. No, honestly, I haven't seen half of them. Wow. So, um, I, mean, I, I think I've seen them all. For me, it's a series that I get to now rediscover. The episode, every time I see an episode, I go, yeah, "This is just awesome." And then, and then I see one I haven't seen. It's like, oh, even more awesome. You know, so you know the the way they kept on bringing back characters you you that are not mainstream and making character making stories up around them. You know, the, going there with with uh, well, the fact with that wannabes. In that episode, I was just going to say that there's a memorial on Batmite's. Uh, he has a little uh, memorial statue of of wannabes. Right, and and that's what I said is after the, that first episode that Wannabeast appeared on, is suddenly like Luke thought that was the coolest character ever. His powers are creepy. Which Batman even says he's yeah. still a little creepy, and Buonavista is just so cheerful to be so completely dorky looking and to have such a weird power. Right. And, and the one like, tooth. But but for kids that was awesome. Yeah. And you know and I, and I don't know how the action figures have done on the toys. I mean I always see them, you know, a lot in there, but they're fun. They're fun looking toys. There's a current. There's a currently in the line. They have a the Joker, so it's kind of the hunched over fifties Joker. You know, yeah. Dick Sprang one yeah. and and. But all the characters, I love. They brought back the challengers of un, the oh, unknown. Yeah, yeah. Adam Strange. You know. Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that we got to see Jay Garrick, Barry Allen, Wally yeah. West, yeah. all at the same time. And they introduce. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they they, introduce, they introduce little kids into the overall DC universe, yep. and almost the complete DC universe, yeah. and made it almost all make sense. So, take a lesson from that fifty-two. Yeah. And did they? I know they probably did once, but did they ever show Batman without his mask off? I don't know if I've ever seen an episode with Bruce Wayne. Okay. I don't think so. But they even did. And the thing is, they they, they were not afraid to go to the darker corners of, like, even Batman's past. Because there's an episode, and Adam West voices Thomas Wayne. He goes back in, Batman goes back in time and teams up with Thomas Wayne in that bat costume from the cocktail party right. that had been a, a staple of the, silver, uh, of the Silver Age that his dad had dressed up for a Halloween party that... There was an uh, actual issue that showed that. And so he the teams up with Batman. his father. Adam West voiced three characters on the show. So it, you know, it paid homage to every yeah. era in one way or another. If only fans knew it, fine. But kids just... Enjoyed it. It's a great series, so I, you know, get the DVDs. Absolutely, the DVDs that are available. Um, it's great, and then and the Starro thing was pretty cool too. Yeah, and then yeah, you have the Young Justice. Young Justice is an awesome show. <coughs> uh, Green Lantern was okay, and but they only showed that first episode, so we'll see. Is that, how that coming goes. back? And I missed it. Yeah, 
It's on demand if you have on demand. Is it really? Uh, yes. Oh, you're what? Just Green Lantern? You go under kids, and then it has like, you go like to Cartoon Network. Like or something like you that. You go to Cartoon Network, and then it says Green Lantern, and, all, and the pilot I'm going to do there. that tonight. Yeah, so. Troy, you want to come over? No. Yes. He's so fun to hang out with. Uh, we haven't done that in so long. Uh, so, you know, they've got, I'm looking forward to that DC Nation block. It's just, it's going to be great. Yep. Especially because they're bringing Plastic Man back. Woohoo! Yep. All right. Have uh, either you guys uh, completed Arkham City yet? Nope. I have not even begun it. <coughs> Dave, Dave just got it for me for Christmas. Oh, how nice. Well, that's nice. So Michael Goodson's probably going to get it for me for Christmas. You're playing it on, hint, hint. on 360 or? Xbox. Yeah. That's not so I'm probably going to crank into it maybe like over the Christmas break. What extra, yeah, that's, that's what, what I extra think I'm do you got? Uh, I don't know. Just on the sticker it says it has a code for Robin or something. Okay. So. Yeah, the Robin character looks cool. Cool. Did, you, you, did you see it? Did you play it at uh, Comic Con? I haven't played it at all, no. I should say, uh, I downloaded last weekend from Telltale Games the Jurassic Park game. Uh huh. So I had my daughter play it. She got through the, it's a four chapter game, four episode game. Uh, and so she played it at my, at my grandmother's Thanksgiving and she absolutely loved it. And so. Cool. Uh, and then there was something wrong with the download, so we couldn't finish. We couldn't bring it back up, and I've reinstalled it. Everything's fine now, but now my daughter hasn't had a chance to finish yeah. it up. But um, what she played, a chapter and a half out of four, uh, she just kept said, "Dad, this is really cool. This is really cool." Done. And just cool. for audiences, your daughter she's, is she's twelve. Twelve. And it's a cha- you know, and she is. She plays a lot of games. She's far better than I am. And uh, and it's a you know it's a puzzle, a lot of puzzle games. But then she said she goes like. She comes out and she says, the dinosaur ate me. <laughs> I said, what? You, know, you die in this game if you fail. <laughs> yeah. She's not seen the movies, huh? Yeah, no, she hasn't. So I said, oh, there's another little gap we got yeah. <laughs> we got to fill. Right. But uh, so Telltale Games, which I like the company. I like the way they're the ones that are going to have the Walking Dead video game. They're gonna have, and But unlike the rest of it, the rest of the tie-in stuff, it's... It's another character, so parallel to what's going on with Rick. Okay. So eventually, they said possibly that game will will match up, with, will dovetail with the characters in the in the comic. But they're going episodic, one you know, one chapter at a time. And uh, and I don't know. I'd say each chapter has been like they did Bone games too, um, for Just Miss Bone. At least the first two. They're probably about an, you know two hours worth of gaming each chapter. And so. just a lot of uh, puzzle. And yeah, puzzles and, 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 and going through the plot. It's their storytelling games, but yeah. and uh, Telltale also did Back to the Future, which is available now for Wii and Xbox. I saw them in Target, so um, I've heard great things about that. So I'm going to try to take a look at that Back to the Future game. So, cool. all right, that's all I got. I think everybody we're done. Good? Everybody good? Well, all right. Uh, uh, if you have any questions, so. comments, compliments, commentary, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. Tell us, who, tell us who will win between a fight between the Muppets and Sesame Street. Yeah. Bill, Bill Bossert said that the uh, Sesame Street kids would win because they, they have a vampire. vampire. Mm-hmm. That was my argument. Yeah, it was your argument, indeed. But not only do they have a, He's not, just trying to suck up. Not yeah. only do they have a vampire, they have two snuffleupaguses. Uh, snuffleupagai. Ooh, Ooh, thank you. All right. So this is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. This is Lon Snuffleupagai Lopez. Troy Benson. And Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use your powers only for good. Only for good.
And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com.